0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Dusty Dines with your host, TJ Plogger Mike hey, Warfield. Mark. What's up, TJ? How are you? Hey, Mike. What's up, man? How's Virginia? It's it's going good. Yeah. yeah. It's going good. Yep. So uh, we got a, uh, a, a a special co-host today is uh, my cousin, Daniel Armetta. What's up, guys? Uh-oh. What's going on, Dan? How are you? <laughs> yeah. So who are we having what's on the uh carla the wisconsin badgers hockey player uh yeah yeah that's right uh her last name is what i'm gonna butcher this i butcher everyone's last name carla pentamon pentamon Monet. i don't know but you're gonna you're gonna introduce her when she gets on oh great so let's give you more soup sandwich wonderful hey listen i'm not complaining yeah so but uh for everyone happy fourth of july and uh for you canadians out there happy bladed uh Canada Day, but Port Joy's a little better. Just saying. Anyway, but uh, what are you So doing? what are you what are you up to today? Uh, honestly, man, just heading to Golf Galaxy later. Hopefully, uh, I get there before it closes. Poppy needs a new club. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's kind of one of those things. I got the itch. I want to go buy something. I'm gonna go buy something. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna probably go to a cookout later. You know, hang out with the boys, you know. Even though it's not Saturday, it's still for the boys. Who are you going to hang out with, Austin? Yeah, Austin, a couple of my buddies um, that I play hockey with. So we're going to go up to his place, have a little campfire, get a drink on, and, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. The night's young. The so, night is young. So uh, how long are you down in Virginia for? Uh, Saturday, Sunday? Mm-hmm. That's me not. Nice. Don't know yet. We we're supposed to, we we're supposed to be doing fireworks and stuff tonight, going to, up to the mountain. But it's uh, storming here pretty bad. Oh, of course on Fourth of July. Of course on a holiday. That honestly sucks. And knowing our luck, is gonna storm here too. But it's uh, coming your way. Hopefully not till later. But uh, yeah. So real quick, you want to talk about this trades that have been going around? Like, look at two brothers on the Devils this year. And then we got Phil Kessel. Phil the Thrill. Cheeseburger eating Phil. Going to Coyote's. Like I tell you, and I said this to you yesterday, I said you, my favorite signing of the whole free agency thing mm-hmm. was Tyrell Goldborn going to Vegas Golden Knights. I think he's going to do a lot of damage for them. Like, he's going to do really well there. But, like, oh, you, you know absolutely. what's funny? Look at Florida Panthers picking up Bob Roski. How do we not... And the Dallas Stars picking up Perry. Uh, come on, man. I don't know, man. Come on, I don't know. And it's it's almost like we we talked about yesterday, and I said what what players are that I don't understand, and you know if you agree or disagree when you listen to the podcast is Scott Lawton and Michael Raffle for Philadelphia. Mm. How how are they still there? How are they still getting contracts? I don't know, man. It's and especially the fact that they're trying to base their team around like a defensive, like how do I say it? Like they're trying to build a team around their D. You know what I mean? And like, and the whole Brian Elliott thing. Um, I'm not a fan of that, honestly.
1: Just, Dude, it's just, I don't man, understand either. I'm
0: I'm not a fan of that. And then Cam Town Tal- signed like almost immediately afterwards. It's like he got two years. Yeah. Yeah. So real quickly, two years, two years ago. Yeah, honestly. But uh, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, we have Carla Pennemone with us. How are you, Carla?
1: Hey guys, I'm doing very well. Happy Fourth of July to everybody out there.
0: And uh, happy belated yeah. Canada Day. So sorry if I butcher your last name. I am absolutely atrocious at saying names sometimes. But uh, so real quick, can you explain to us your journey playing with University of Wisconsin? How you ended up even at, you know, University of Wisconsin, because you originally started at Sacred Heart University, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I um, was a little bit late to the game. I didn't start playing hockey until I was about 13. And uh, I remember I had a coach who said, well, that's too late, you know, to, to play in college. And Uh, my dream was always to play NCAA division one. Uh, and then specifically I saw a badger game and I actually saw coach Johnson, Mark Johnson, who was on that 1980 miracle team speak. And I'm like, wow, he's definitely an impressive individual. Uh, would love to play for him someday. But, um, so anyways, I, the only place I really had a, um, an offer from, uh, all said and done, uh, I was kind of a late bloomer was to Sacred Heart. Um, went out there, got a lot of playing time. Um, but, uh, I'm pretty close with my family. So it was a little bit tough not to, um, you know, be, uh, be around them. So I decided to, to take a leap of faith and I, uh, I tried out for, um, Sacred Heart, or I'm sorry, for the University of Wisconsin, Madison, and uh, yeah, when I was there, we were fortunate enough to win a couple national titles, and uh, I got to play with about eight of the girls on the U.S. women's Olympic team.
0: I was going to say, was that right after your prep career? Uh, prep career, you got um, the ability to go to the U.S. National Development Program.
1: Yeah. Yes, it was right. Uh, it was
0: awesome. <laughs> Mike you're there yeah, right yeah yeah anchor gotta love anchor gotta love anchor <sighs> four minutes in the podcast
1: um so I I'm currently a scout and then I coach uh two college teams
0: so I think that brings me to my next question when it comes to scouting do you have a certain criteria for you know women that you look for or do you just kind of look for the guy go- or the girls that just kind of have it all or Like, are you willing to give a girl that necessarily doesn't, how do I say it, doesn't bring everything to the table, but she's willing to work to get there? Would you take a girl like that?
1: absolutely i think that you know really uh in this game and i think in life in general the only thing that you can control really is how hard you work mm-hmm. so i'm definitely um you know i really believe that if there's a will there's a way and i think anybody that has that kind of attitude i'd take a kid like that any day and actually i uh, i just became the first female coach uh on a men's college team at DePaul university for their acha team um and so i scout men is as- thank you i appreciate that uh, so, yeah, so I, I, I mean, same thing uh, on the guy's side, you know, you might have a little guy with um, a lot of might. And I think that that, uh, you know, I, th- I think anybody who really um, just has has uh, has it in their soul to succeed is the type of player I want. You know, obviously they have to have the, the skills and abilities, but hockey is a late onset sport development. You can kind of get those things as you continue on and as long as you're working hard on and off the ice.
0: Absolutely. And it's kind of one of those things that if you're like you said, if you're willing to work hard on and off the ice, and you're willing to outperform someone maybe a little bit better than you, but you know, willing to outwork them, i would take those type players any day. I mean, honestly, because you know, you can mold them. I mean, they're the coachable players.
1: The, yep. Coachability, like you said, is is probably one of the key things that, you know, as a as a scout, we're looking for in our athletes. Um, there's a new league that's emerging. Um, it, it's through the USPHL. Mm-hmm. And so there's the USPHL Premier, which is a direct feeder into the NCDC, which is Tier 2 juniors. Now, it used to be the NA was uh, kind of the, the Premier Tier 2 league, which still is. Um, but now the NCDC is actually sending an equitable amount of players uh, to the NCAA level. So, you know, because the sport has grown so much really a lot has grown and there's a lot of opportunity for guys out there to, to get to that next level. So, you know, just keep working. Uh, you know, it, in my opinion, double uh, A and even triple A hockey is, starts to get a little bit watered down uh, post U16. So starting to look to get onto a junior team um, earlier rather than later is my recommendation for those guys out there.
0: No, absolutely.
1: That's weird. You say yeah. that.
0: That's weird you say that because I, I preach that yeah, all the you, time. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say that. It's one of those things <laughs> that it's oh, my God. We should just write a book about it, I like
1: guess. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: It, so, Carla, honestly, I did a lot of reading today about you, and it sounds a little weird saying that. But uh, <laughs> it, it said that, you know, you worked with uh, Chicago Blackhawks' blind hockey program, and I've been – I'm a diehard fan for organizations that, you know, give back to kids that have disabilities – so how did you, you know, get into that role or how did you get into that program?
1: Yeah, you know, I just stumbled upon it on YouTube one day um and I was like, wow, this would be an incredible thing to be a part of. They had been in existence just for about 5 to 6 months and um so I kind of just showed up every Saturday um and it's it's a volunteer position and uh kind of just uh started to to take take some lead with it and so, you know, we teach the kids stride count um, you know, so you know that we go sideboard to sideboard, and then you know the length of the ice as well, and they kind of know where they are in time and space. And you know, as a visually impaired person, there's not a whole lot of physical contact on purpose that happens in life. So you know, the kids, the athletes, just love uh, the the opportunity to to be able to do that. It's uh, it's something really special for them. And you know what? I mean, my re- really the big thing is is everybody in this light or everybody in this world has something that they struggle with, but um you know I I think that hockey kind of brings us all together right so that's something I I truly believe
0: no absolutely and it's kind of like my my next question you would be since you're so involved into community service because even in college you were involved in community service correct
1: yes yes I do I do a, a lot of community service I do um I do um a lot of uh so i do blind deaf i do ahiha which is american hearing and paired deaf um and then um uh, well it really sparked in me at the university of wisconsin because we used to have um wheelchair hockey mm-hmm. basically is is for folks that are unable to get out of their wheelchairs um so they're not able to play sled um so our our um engineering department at wisconsin um devised these apparatuses to actually put them on the bottom of the wheelchairs and they were able to go on the ice and scoop the puck up just like it was like um you know a a pooper scooper or something and 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 then they're able to to go um, and put that puck in the net and that's both for um manual chairs so push chairs Uh, so we have pushers or skaters behind them and then we also have um you know, automatic chairs uh, where the kids are are maneuvering maneuvering them themselves. Um, So lots of options. And especially for those manual chair kids, they're a little bit, you know, I think to start nervous about uh, going fast and then, but they just get so much confidence. I saw the confidence grow in them as time went on. And they're like, Coach Carla, push faster. And it's just, it's super inspiring.
0: No, absolutely. And that's, it's, like I said, it's one of those things to see those kids that, normally they they don't have the ability to do it but like for them to get on the ice and see them smile and actually happy it it makes it worth your while you know and my my question to that would be would you make your players now work or do a little bit of community service
1: oh absolutely so uh you know at robert morris last year was my first year as the associate head coach and uh we did a lot of a lot of community service. My girls. Uh, at first, it was a little bit of a requirement, but then they were coming up to me. They're like, "Hey, Coach Carla, how can I get further involved?" Um, we just had uh, a try hockey for free uh, pilot program with USA Hockey um, called Girls. Girls would come out um, and volunteer and help out with that initiative. And, um, it actually got 83 new little girls into the sport. So, you know, with, with the Be Bold for Change movement, you know, that Megan Duggan, the U.S. Women's Olympic team kind of has, um, in place and, just a lot of really cool initiatives on the female side of things. I think it was great for them to get involved and be mentors to those younger girls. And then uh, also my teams um, are going to be involved with, with blind hockey. DePaul's men's team is really excited and geared up to, to help out with the blind hockey team as well. So um, yeah, I think that, I think that uh, community service is almost a little bit selfish right because it makes you feel so happy and good on the inside and and sometimes when you when you look less at yourself and and more at what you can do for others I think it truly does make you ha- a happier person.
0: No, absolutely. And the biggest thing that I think like TJ and I both kind of do is we try to relate to everyone else. We try to like step in someone else's shoes because you know, we're lucky, you know, we weren't born with a disability. We never got into an accident to where we were crippled or something like that. So we're lucky enough to still be able to play hockey on our own and whatnot. So for programs that come along like that to help people that are, how do I say it? Less fortunate. And I would do it any day of the week, honestly
1: oh a, a thousand percent i would love to have you guys out i think you guys would be wonderful and and just you know this this great podcast that you guys had you know it's going to be amazing exposure for our kids as well so i really appreciate you guys you know taking the time to, to have me on and and kind of talk about some of this stuff with you guys
0: you know it'd be nice no worries oh, sorry um just a real sorry. real quick it would be nice for if we could have like you know you and some of your girls on here to explain some of their experience to You know, what they went through the past season and also what they're going to be going through this coming season.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I had um, a, a, one of my players, Rachel Arias, she, uh, she is now doing her fifth year, her master's program. So at the ACHA level, you can do five years of eligibility. So I just got back from Austria, Italy, Germany coaching in the United world Games. So she actually came with, and she paid to be there, but she really wanted to, to try that experience and, and to give back and, and coach right after school. So, um, you know, she got involved right away. And I think that, you know, a lot of these kids, the early, you can get involved as soon as you're done playing. Uh, My message is to to players is, you know, sometimes it's a little bit scary, uh, you know, host being a college athlete or just host athletics in general. But, you know, that, that passion and that love for the game never really has to end. There's always ways to give back. And, and also, you know, you can, you can also make some money in coaching, right? Like you can make a career out of it. So um, I I think, uh, you know, the message to everybody out there is, uh, you know, continue on. That hockey for life mentality is, is really something that I think everybody should embrace if they love the game.
0: Absolutely. Teach, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. No, yeah, and Carla Carla, I wanted I wanted to touch on that. Obviously, you know, Mike and I, I was telling him I was following your Instagram story of, you know, you being overseas and what what was the experience of like, you know, going over there and coaching the girls overseas?
1: You know, it it was absolutely incredible. So our first, uh, our first uh, stop was in um, April, we went over to the Lions Cup, and we were doing that in Helsinki, Finland. Uh, So on the front and the back end of the tour, we get to go to a couple of cool little countries. We went to Estonia, which is like a medieval uh, little place for the girls. And then we also made a stop in Sweden, and the girls got to do some traveling. But, you know, in the meat of it, in in the heart of it, uh, we were in Helsinki, Finland during the World Championships for a team. Team USA. So, you know, Hillary Knight, um, a lot, uh, Alex Rigsby, I was just at her wedding, and a lot of my teammates were there. So um, they took the time out um, after the semifinal game to meet with all of our girls with our U- their USA jerseys on, um, and it was just some really neat role model stuff going on. Hillary Knight literally took a picture with every single player on the team um, and, and autographed. So that give back was there. And then you know, for our games personally, we we had a great showing. Um, you know, there's some really great teams across the pond, uh, you know, the hu- the Hungarian team, the Austrian team, Finland team. Uh, so we ended up taking third place. And uh, I think, you know, as Americans, we got some work to do, but uh, it was a great showing. And then we, we went back to Austria, Italy, Germany uh, with a different grouping of girls and we got second. So there's some progress there. Now, mind you, we did have the help of some imports, some some Austrian imports. So they were pretty good. But uh, uh, <laughs> Yep, it was it was definitely a lot of fun. And uh, man, I can't speak highly enough of klagenfurt Austria and the, and the show they have there with the United World Games. It's kind of a, a mini, um, mini Olympics. They do a whole opening ceremony and, you know, all the bells and whistles. So it's really cool, you guys.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, honestly, I would kill to go to one of those. TJ, when we go
1: <laughs> yeah, TJ, you guys got to, you guys got to come on board for sure. We can get you some assistant uh, coaching positions.
0: Yeah, or I mean, I'm, small enough. I'm down. I'll get into a luggage somewhere. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll find a way. But uh, TJ, do you have anything else, brother? No, I I just appreciate you coming on, Carlos. Sorry, it, it took forever to get on. I know your busy schedule and everything, and we appreciate you coming on and explaining. Yeah, everything. we were the few
1: oh, Yeah. Sorry. I'm 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 stoked to be on with you guys and uh, and yeah. Hopefully we can get you guys on the ice uh, sometime with with it with the blind team. I know that they love to have you guys and uh, hopefully I'll look forward to be on with with uh, the girls sometime soon again. And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your holiday.
0: You as well. At first I thought awesome you two Stay safe, team. And I was about to be like, I'm not trying to get embarrassed, Carla, but that I'm I'm also uh...
1: <laughs> perfect. That sounds great. The girls would love it.
0: <laughs> but uh. Either way, thank you again for coming on and happy 4th of July and happy belated Canada Day.
1: Absolutely, yep. Happy Canada Day out there to my Canadian friends as well.
0: (laughs) But have a great one.
1: You too. Have a good one, guys. Bye-bye. Great for hawk. See ya.
0: I love her. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, absolutely. You should ask her out on Ah, a date, man. You should (laughs) have. I don't know about that. She is 130 times better at hockey than me. Absolutely. Nope. Nope. It, it'd be like one of those things that you try to tell her, like, hey, come to my game. And then she's, like, watching my men's league game and just, like, judging real hard. Like, I don't, you could have played better tonight. It's like, what What do you mean? Like, it's Oh, for men's sure. league? No. No. Nope. And I'm telling you right now, if I go to that blind program and they're better than me, I'm fucking hanging the skates up. They probably don't I, TJ. They're don't probably they're probably sick. Yeah. <laughs> Those kids are probably sick. Oh god damn it. God damn it. Like, you know what? I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. She was really cool though. Like I truly love people that like just give back and work with like the fact that she just volunteers everywhere and it's all with disability programs and like I, I would love to meet this woman. Like I would love to see her and Kelly work hand in hand in a sense like you know, oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I thought of right away the entire time. I was thinking of, like, Goodwood. I was like, damn, like, if these two met up, they'd probably, like, click instantly with ideas. She was talking about disabilities. I was going to say my disabilities pastries. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, though. If you fucking would go to Starbucks and, oh, my God, or no, Panera. Panera is what you hate right now. You're I st- hate Panera. You're still I'm mad panera. at them for that. You should put it in. The, did you put it in a formal complaint? I tweeted them about they, it. They probably just wasn't. They're probably like, wasn't yeah. happy. No. Nah. So wasn't happy. Can I just bring up the fact? I'm changing subjects real quick. Joe Pavelski and Corey Perry have been the same team this year. Just want to say that. I don't think in, you know, now that Landon's here. Landon's downstairs. We're mm-hmm. downstairs here, and since Landon's here, I don't think Landon knows that Pavelski left the Sharks. What? <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Why'd you tell me that? <laughs> oh, I I god. think I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Who do you give the captain to for next year? For who? For Sharks. For, for sharks? Oh my god. Yeah, Lanny, Lanny, Sam, Bernsey. Burnsy, Burnsy. Honest to God, I could see that. Like because as... you can't give you can't give Jumbo Joe the to, to see if he's gonna be there another. No, absolutely not. Because you're gonna go through the same ordeal. The year after, yeah, I yeah. could, I could honestly see, see him Burnsy an A, just because like he's he's put a lot into that team, man. He's put his time in, and like he repped that A for a while. For you know, he did a good job as a assistant. Well, he guy. was a C, he was a C there. Burnsy was. You remember oh, that? No, Jumbo oh, Joe. Yeah, I knew Joe, but I thought Ber- I thought we were talking about this, uh, Burnsy for a second. I was gonna say what, but no, yeah, I knew Joe was, and then what he have like they said that he couldn't handle it or whatnot. Yeah. And he gave it up. But I mean, at the same time, it's like you're wearing that C for a reason. Like, you have to be a leader. You have to be vocal in the locker room on and off the ice. Like,
1: if you're mm-hmm. not doing
0: that, then what's the point of you giving you that, like, leadership? And the team doesn't look this at is... you or look up to you. You know what I mean? Like, your captain is pretty much the most influential guy on the team. The most, guy, or I wouldn't, yeah, I would say that. It, he doesn't have to speak up all the time, but if he's humble and just goes out there and does his job and, like, He's one of those guys that during practice he'll be like, "Hey, listen, I don't like." If he's one of those guys that doesn't speak a lot, but just like helps you out by critiquing you a little bit, and like, I don't know, I would love captains like that. I hate a captain that's a douchebag. That's like, you know what I mean? Power hungry. Like, oh well, no, I'm fucking this, this, and this. Like, you should do this. I, I hate guys like that. Hate them. Fucking kick. You know, and, and and for the longest for the longest time. You know, everybody was, you know, oh, Drew shouldn't be captain, shouldn't be captain. To me, I don't, I, I don't know, man. I'm hit or miss with that. I really mm-hmm. am. Uh, uh mm, who would you give it to? Reality. Think about it. On the Flyers? Yeah. Give me a name. That, that was there at the time. No, I'm... I would have gave it the, uh, right now or or now. back then. Now, now. I couldn't even tell you exactly. I mean, we don't have anyone right now to give it to, and like, <laughs> I, I've, I'm sorry, like he's the only one that can really—I wouldn't say consistent, but like, no, yeah, he's been pretty consistent every season. Like, but uh, did you you see who's on the podcast yes, Of course, Allen, baby. How can I not see that?
2: Mm. Yeah, what the fuck is Wayne Simmons thinking, yo? all <laughs> if I gotta wake up every day. I gotta wake up every day now. I just woke up. It's all good. If I gotta wake up every day and see that the Devils are getting all these great prospects, I'm gonna hurt myself,
0: bro. That dude, it's ridiculous. Wait. It's every team in the Metro is getting good,
2: but the Flyers, The Devils are going in third round in the playoffs just with the two selections that they just got. There, there's no way. There's they're, they're yeah, not losing. And I was they're I was losing. Fine. I was texting. Ro- I was texting Rob, John, and Eric
0: about it. And I'm like, dude, I I literally might become a fucking Eric devil. six to is midnight. Is this of Corey Schneider in that? No, they got um. The ah. so who's it? Is it uh, Mike? Looked at my uh, my, one of my buddies who's dating my uh, cousins. One of the AHL goalies for them to, up in Albany. Oh yeah, yeah. Who's uh-huh. that? Uh Cam Johnson, he was the North Dakota goalie and won the national championship with him back in 2015. Nice. Dude, fuck yeah. What? Is it Led? Is it Wedgwood or uh... Johnson, Cam Johnson? No, no, uh, no. The the Devils goalie right now. Bla- I think Blackburn is one of them. Blackwood Wildwood is one of them. Yeah, Blackwood. Blackwood. Yeah. Blackwood and someone else. But, Alan, are you stoked? you stoked with uh, Panarin?
2: (sighs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see how he he does, you know. I'm sure he's going to do great. Dude,
0: I'm sorry, but the Devils are actually retardedly stacked.
2: Stacked? Yeah. The Simmons signing was was just the biggest dagger.
0: It's disgusting. Like, I think they're – like their weakest point, honestly, could be their defense. Besides, like PK Subban and like Sammy Vatinen. Actually, I take that back. They got Andy Green, Will Butcher, Connor Perry, Travis Zajac up front. Miles Wood, Wayne Simmons, dude. How? Nico how do Fisher. they still have trap? How do they still have Travis Zajac? That's what I want to know. I don't know. He's rocking that A though. That's the reason dude, why I he's know. been there forever, and, and he's he doesn't produce. And uh, and let me just say, um, they do sub Corey Schneider. Just saying, dude, Corey Schneider. How about last year? Took him a whole full calendar year to win one game. Yeah, because <laughs> he was like he basically reminded me of like a fucking Rob Leonard, like just mentally ill in a sense. Like he just was not. He should have played. He could have played for Lehigh Valley Rebels with that record. He should have got sat down to the fucking Albany Devils, or yeah, they're still in Albany.
2: Yep. Now he's telling us all to go fuck ourselves. Not Albany,
0: they're Binghamton Devils now. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I forgot about that. I I don't follow the AHL anymore. I should. That's a bad thing. I don't follow them, but I don't know, man. Like I'm really curious with all these trades I've been going around, but also the <laughs> like the draft picks too. A lot of young kids, like a, a lot dude I, I i'm telling you man the, the the signing i'm most curious about right now and we said this i said this to you yesterday it was pat maroon yeah like where where is he gonna go is he gonna take another pay cut to stay in st louis to be around his family or is he gonna is he gonna go somewhere else like i even i I'll, i'm the first one to admit i told you i tweeted the flyers i told them to bring him back to the orange and black yeah but at the same time it's like who are we gonna give up for them? Like honestly, Nothing, I mean, besides creative, Scott Lawton or Mike Raffle, I could see them go any day, right? Dude, I'm I I take I take Maroon over those two any day. Yeah, but I mean, I wonder, do we have anyone in the farm system that's worth pulling up? Dude, they're talking about bringing Morgan Frost up and Fabry, get him developed early. Dude, I, not I'm telling you right now. I said this a million times and I'll say it a million times more, and I said this to my brother and my dad, Morgan Frost is not an NHL player. But, I mean, you don't really know until he gets like a couple games under his belt. Like, preseason, dude, he played... He when, Even in preseason, he yeah, was but uh,
2: He's got a great name.
0: Yeah. Oh, he does have a great name. But look at the whole issue with, like, fucking Carter Hart. They didn't play him as much. Like, they, don't get me wrong. They played him but at the same time. Dude, he's gonna get—he's gonna get fifty games oh, this, this year. year. Absolutely, but last year you think he would have played more for being in, like, basically number no, one. one. Yeah, Dave Hackshaw <laughs>
2: running
0: run the ship, running the <laughs> ship. Fucking dog shit. All right, hey, and, Ron, and, Ronnie's yeah. the guy. Yo. Ron and look where that guy. ship went—fucking sank—and that's why yeah. he's down with that shit. Fired. He just signed with. Um, is it Dallas? Oh, my God. Dude, I swear. Is it Dallas or Toronto? He, he's the assistant coach. I believe it's Dallas. Let's find out. With Jim Montgomery. Hmm. Dave Haxtell. Let's see. Oh, um, is he? I think he it's... He wants to Toronto. Is it Dallas? Yep. Is it Toronto? Yeah, he wants to Toronto. Yeah. He's assistant coach for Toronto. Like, how... Like, what? Talk about a kick in the... Go back to college. Go back to college hockey and coach college hockey. But at the same time, like... Do you think that's a kick in the dick? Like, oh, yeah, sorry. Like, we just saw what you did as a head coach. Like, you're now an assistant. Like, we're not going to offer you a full-time gig as a head guy. Listen.
2: He's still getting paid. Listen, no, he he is. But
0: that's a pay cut. But, Mike, we all know this, okay? Literally a year ago today, there's a difference between a head coach and a guy that doesn't know coaching. Yes. Steve Isu. And we're going to go – we're going to go TJ Plogger is head coach material. Steve Izu is not head coach material. Laser pointer. Yes. Got it. Am I – I'm not wrong. No, because I swear to God, I, I never seen anyone in my entire hockey career bring a fucking industrial laser pointer out to practice to show drills. Like, didn't use a whiteboard. Just and, like, oh, yeah, we're going to go around this circle, but we're going to keep facing one way, and it's like – it, it was the worst practice I've ever seen. I think fucking squirts have better practices. during, And this was Junior A. And then it was so bad at some points. You would literally look at me and, like, we wouldn't even stop the go. Keep going. Oh, yeah. I'm taking a go shit. Go fuck
2: myself. Got it. Nah, nobody's taking a shit. I had the number one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, if it, if it makes you feel better, I sat down so you wouldn't hear me urine, okay? <laughs> All right. I so I don't you, know how to take that. Like, so you heard the flush. It happens. At least I'm flushing.
0: So, like I was saying, you know, what I mean, there's a difference between coaching. Just like there's a difference between Gerber Jennings and John Mayer, right? Yeah.
2: What, what Gerber Jennings is the real deal. Who's John, John Mayer is the real deal too, though.
0: Uh,
2: he probably doesn't sit like down he pees Oh
0: my
2: god. <laughs> I got a fucking fat friend. He's real, real big. He only sits down the pee Is that because he, he can't see his dick? I don't know. Does he have to like lift up his stomach just to look
0: around, or does he like feel around? you like the whole like, oh fuck, like, oh is that it?
2: I don't know. I don't know the personal bathroom. It's you, just another uh, roll. I just know that he sits.
0: That's yeah, alright.
2: He's a sitter. <laughs> He's a squatter. <laughs> Alan, when you
0: when you came back from Cali, you're good. You know you got no red bumps. No, no,
2: no. I didn't. I didn't. No, not at all. <laughs> you didn't bring any illegals <laughs> back with you, did you? Oh my God, dude! I'm the fucking I'm George Jung, bitch. Welcome to America, <laughs> bitch. You know who George Jung is? Welcome to America, Mister Warfield. Do you know who George Jung is?
0: If you show me a
2: picture, most likely. Have you ever seen the movie Blow? Blow. Absolutely. Yeah, well, Blow is George Jung. So, Johnny Depp's character is George Jung. So, basically, in a nutshell, in the 80s, he was in charge and responsible for about 80% of the cocaine trafficking in the North American region.
0: Oh, so he was kind of like the Pablo Escobar of. Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: Essentially. Yes, essentially. He worked alongside Pablo Escobar, essentially. It, uh, it's getting easier and easier these days, fella. You know, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not putting myself on no uh, Mount Rushmore of uh, derelicts, but I'll tell you, it's getting easier and easier these days.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
2: I mean, if I told you I wasn't enjoying myself currently while I'm on the podcast, I would be lying to you. I'd be making stories up. <laughs> oh, I love you. This
0: is why, you know, you
2: just—I wouldn't it. be telling you. I'm sitting down to pee, and you know? I mean, it just happens. Are you? Are you doing the edibles or no, no? No, they were so expensive that it was like not even worth it. I'm not even kidding you. the The flour portion is fairly cheap, and ex- everything out there is super expensive. Except for you know what extracurriculars, not that's. I I wish
0: I, I wish we brought Alan on when we had Kote. Oh my god, yeah. I really, I really do because, like, you know, everywhere you go, like we were just at Target, you know, and I looked at Danny, and they have a CBD magazine at Target. What? And I said, dude, it's it's a new fucking thing. Oh yeah, no, it's one of those things that like. Either you love it or you hate it, you gotta face it because it's twenty first century and if that bill gets passed, that four twenty bill, it, it we're gonna be we're gonna be Canada, man. Like it's one of those things like But listen, let's be real here, you know what I mean? Like it it's like I said, I told I told this to you before, you know, I said people do it, that's fine. Don't don't fucking don't abuse it, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's one thing, man. Like even the way that riley you know emphasized on it and how he would like use it and you're gonna look at it this way yeah. it, you can use it as medicine it's not a gateway drug like get that out of your no. mind like for people that think that it's a gateway drug i literally just want to kick you square in the fucking teeth but you know it, i'll take that back a little bit maybe i won't kick you in the teeth but anyway either way it's kind of one of those things that If there's medicinal purpose behind it, and it comes from the ground, and it's not pharmaceutically made, aka chemically made, then I'm all about it. Yeah. Like, you you see more people hooked on opiates and like painkillers and stuff like that because the actual chemicals in the medicine. It's like fuck that. I'm no. Like I'm good. It's like it's like it's like Riley said too. You know, it's he said that Darren McCarty came to him. Look at Darren McCarty. Darren McCarty was bad with alcohol and yep. drugs. You know, like, uh, I'm happy that he did that, you know, save his life. Right. And he He, Go ahead. he went, he literally saved his life. It, you know what I mean? It's it's almost like, you know, and now that Alan Scott, you know what I mean? It's almost like how Riley is helping these players in the NHL with, you know, hemp and CBD and stuff like that. It's almost like DDP and wrestling saving all the wrestlers that with the are, yoga. you know, on drugs and yeah. You know what I mean with yoga? It's DDP yoga. He's saving, you know, Jake the Snake, Razor Ramon, all these guys, which is good in the NHL sense. And he says it. He says it. Great that these guys are still, you know, they smoke weed. It shows up on a it shows up on a drug test, and they mark it down for future brain activity. Yeah, but. But you know what I mean? And it, it's good. It, it really isn't is. for Riley and for certain athletes and advocates, you know, speaking out for the medicine and for cannabis. And, um, yeah. And it, we wouldn't be where we're at today. We would still be like as a younger generation coming up. I guarantee you they're going to be looking at marijuana or cannabis or CBD as a good thing, as beneficial to them, because there's kids that I see videos on every day from like BBC and stuff like that, where. And I'm not saying big black cock, so get that out of your head. So the biggest thing with that is if it can help kids at a young age, there shouldn't be a ban on it. There shouldn't be a controlled substance or anything like that. Like, that's bullshit, in my opinion. Like, I hate that. So once this – if this bill ever does get passed, that it's for the benefit of bettering people, bettering society. I mean – and I hate to say it, but it's also a profit
2: yeah but it's not even it, well, it's not see. even about the money it's it's about the truthfully if you really if you were to ask me on my opinion of it especially never going to california going to california and seeing the freedoms that california has it's it's the people there's there has to be so many differences on the east coast just that have to do with people alone people have to like people people have to respect people in california every single person Literally, every sing- there was not one-, one person screamed out loud in about a 48-hour period, and it was a homeless dude at night. That was it. Nobody, That's a- nobody argues with each other. Nobody yells at each other. Nobody gets aggressive verbally or physically with each other. Like, California gets freedoms because California knows how to act. Yep. New Jersey and New York and Philly, and I'm, I'm not, I love, I love, I would never move out of the tri-state area. I've oh, we're got, fucking dickheads. You I've, it. I've damn near traveled the United States, all, at least all of the major cities, most of them in the United States, and that's the one thing. we. There's a certain spark about the East Coast, but you can't give the bad kid in class a brownie, because all he's going to do is scream at the teacher again. Yeah. And all the kids in California class, they sit real quiet. They study real hard. They they're they're fucking eat, they're they're they have the dum-dums in, in their mouth. Yeah, dum-dums <laughs> in their mouth. I look forward to those. Now yeah. let me
0: ask you let me ask you something, you know. I know I
2: correlated you know, I went away from the sports aspect because it does help once. When... No, 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 no. No, this is
0: this is what I'm asking here is is Obviously, I've never, I've never smoked. I never did any of that. Because you're a pussy. No, (laughs) no, just kidding. I'm I'm not a pussy. You're not not a pussy. pussy.
2: You're above (laughs) the influence. I like how you defended yourself right there. Yes, yes. (laughs) But but when you guys you you guys
0: smoke, does it make you that like? Does it make you impaired where you can't drive? Yo, man,
2: this shit makes me feel like I'm a cloud, man. It's just it, it. no, I'm being no, serious because I, it, it's it's all it's again it's it's about tolerance and, and exactly uh, if have and a per, high persuasion.
1: You
0: you can
2: burn and like drive. Yeah, you, you know, listening. If you gave to, a seventy pound to, girl, to, I'm sorry to cut you. If you gave a seventy pound girl two Coronas back to back, not that I want to compare weed to alcohol, but she's probably yeah. going to be a little loose. You know what I mean? You give you give a yeah, uh, yeah. somebody who's maybe smoked. Um, flour before or cannabis before and hasn't done it in a long time and, and you give them like maybe like a, an edible or, or a joint, you know, and the next thing you know, <laughs> I don't know my name <laughs> and I've seen it happen. Yeah. I'm not saying it happens to most people, but that person you probably wouldn't want driving a car. Yeah. Especially if they can't drive in the first place.
0: Yeah. See, that's, and that's the thing. Like I, I, I don't want to go off the hockey topic, but you know, the thing that, you know, obviously having kids and everything and driving with my kids is if they legalize it and you have people that aren't tolerant to it, is, yeah. it could be just like them fucking driving under the influence of alcohol. Yeah, it's you know it's, I mean? it's
2: it's, it's that, the irresponsibility, it's, and that's what it comes down to. Even before what I said about the people, like the people, the people, we're yeah. our own problem, and we're the only reason why. Cause it's not a financial thing. You know what I mean? Now our prices may not be as expensive as it is in the West coast, but the money to be made in, in, in capital America is there. So the money is not, uh, it's not like, Oh, they're way richer than us. It might be a more affluent city I was in, but they make, they make money that people are making money in Hoboken and New York city comfortably.
0: Okay. I just see a lot of people get off of harder drugs because of marijuana and cannabis and hemp just, and also CBD because like, even from what like Riley was saying and stuff like that, it truly is one of those things that you can almost alter your life in a sense, by in, in a better way, if, and I know a lot of people that will argue that and say that like, Oh, well you're just a fucking pothead and this and that. It's like, no, it it's not like that. Like for me personally, like whenever I like, either use cannabis or cbd or something like that it's normally after hockey or if like i'm sore or if like i'm restless at night because like there's times i just don't sleep and it helps me at night go to sleep and you know what i mean like or if you have a really stressful day you have a headache you just take a rip of it and it's like one of those things that you don't get like cooped out of your mind like like what alan was saying like oh like stupid you know like it's kind of one of those things that if you can tolerate it and like it's basically up to you. If you're taking like massive hits and you're like you know smoking a whole blunt to yourself or like a cone or something and like you don't normally burn, yeah, then yeah, you're gonna be stupidly retarded. Like, and now I'm gonna make fun of you.
2: Yeah, you shouldn't make moves like driving a car or something. Even if you're, or, yeah. you're zesty seasoned, like I'd can say I prepare myself to be. Uh, you just don't you don't want to make poor choices. Exactly, because poor choices lead to downfalls on in all sense of the no, of word.
0: My biggest thing is right now, if they do make anything legalized, it should be like... They're not going to. I know. But if it, anything ever does happen like that, it's obviously going to be like alcohol. It should be 21 and older. And same rules should apply. If you get caught with a Dewey, you should get...
2: But let's, That's you know I mean? probably let's another reason too, because there's no test, test for weed yet. They can smell it if they smell it and find it. That's a different story. The only thing can you can smell it and run the game. And take blood, and you have to go to the station for both of them. Yeah, yeah. So that's that until they can find like a fucking Jolly Rancher fucking Lozenger hairball, or some bit. shit. That's, yeah, we no, won't do let's that be, either.
0: Let's be let's be real here, Mike and Alan. Oh, like, I'm real. <laughs>
2: <laughs> real mayonnaise? Hellman? No, no, no. Um, um, um
0: let's be let's whip. be perfectly real here. You know what I mean? Is is how alcohol is just as bad as any drug. Absolutely. Food, right? Uh, you know what I mean? Like you could take, you know.
2: Speaking of that, I'm taking a example, shot for you, fellas. For example, <laughs> tequila, Jose Cuervo Blanca. I just woke up. I'm it's fucking. For example, like you get, say you get, you know,
0: you're in Raleigh, North Carolina, and you're drinking, mm-hmm. right? And you're from another area, and this guy's so fucking pissed, drunk, and he starts a fight with you. He goes and throws a swing at you. Right, and he
2: falls and breaks his neck. Who's at fault? Yeah. No, you are because you fucking. Oh man, that's a shitty scenario. Wait, 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 wait. wait. But I'm wait, saying wait. no. Say this again. If you if you're in if you're if you're drinking, like
0: say you, me, and Alan, Danny are down in North Carolina yeah. drinking, and we run into a group of guys and they start a fight with us, right? And they're so fucking pissed drunk because they're under the influence of alcohol. They can't fucking think. They're belligerent. Their fucking mind's all over the place. And they throw a punch and you move out and of the way fall and they flat fall flat
2: right on the curb. smack, Right on Skull the curb. Crack. Snap their neck. Uh, what, I don't know. I, what I happens it that?
0: Because it depends on who uh, instigated it. And also, it's who's like, at the
2: scene? Nobody saw it. It was just you guys.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, someone did Oof. see it, though. There's four – like, you have eight different guys that they're going to pull matter. away. doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, but they're going to pull away, and you're not going to all be in the same room at, telling the same story. They're going to ask you individually be like, oh, what really happened? And then I guarantee you – you're, you're not you know locals. You're not local. You don't have to be local.
2: These dudes to... were locals. Maybe, maybe fucking Jared, who's the leader of the locals – his fucking cousin is the sheriff of the county. Why do I feel like I'm on the first forty-eight right now? Like, what the fuck? I'm just—we're just throwing angles out there. Let's have all the angles Bro, on I'm the table. I'm just
0: giving you an angle. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same shit. You know? We're what in up. trouble. Time we're out. in trouble. Time out. In reality, who the fuck is? Coming I got a good lawyer trying to fight us. And in reality, who's swinging mm-hmm. and falling two feet to break their neck? Uh,
2: it's all figurative. He's been drinking all day. Nope. It's a no, holiday.
0: Absolutely not. No. Or, or. Or you can go to fucking Target today, go shopping and look at two guys buy boxing gloves. <laughs> Tell me you guys got oh, that yeah. video. What? Yeah. What's with that? So this is what this is what was going on. We were at Target where Adrian goes, Murph, can you get me a Starbucks? I'm like, all right. So Danny, Adrian, the boys were standing up against the glass, and this guy's got a fucking camera, and two guys have boxing
2: gloves. Who the fuck
0: is wait? I'm who, like,
2: the, who the fuck is Murph?
0: Merv the Murph the perv.
2: Merv, Merv the why do they call you Merv? Is there is there a story behind that? You'll tell me another day. Another day. Continue. <laughs> Video boxing
0: gloves target. Go. No. So, these guys have fucking boxing gloves, and they're, like, fighting. So, we walk out. They're really fighting. Right? And I look at the guy. I look at the guy, <laughs> and I, shit you not, if Danny is my witness, I go, dude, just knock him the fuck out. I got my, my phone out, right? He goes... He goes, you fight him. And I go, if I hit him, he's in the fucking hospital. And Adrian goes, dude, he's a hockey player. He'll fuck you up. (laughs) And he said, I'm a tennis player. He goes, and he goes, I'm a tennis player. And Adrian lost her shit. Was dying laughing. Yeah. The (laughs) thing about your wife, though, she's a fucking savage.
2: Yeah, so, she is.
0: Dude, she would have fought. She would have
2: punched him right in the fucking. And that's face. another
0: reason why I'm nervous to play roller with you guys because she's gonna obviously be a lot better than me. So this could be a great time. I'm just gonna be fucking.
2: Oh, no, it's not that hardcore, Mike. It's not that hardcore. bro. She's I'm just, gonna be just a tough on a broad.
0: And looking at age, like, hey, you know what? I know you're a little bit older than me, but go out again. Like, I'll take this one for the team.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you grow up with older brothers. Kind of.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm going to be a fucking healthy scratch. I'm going to be fucking red jersey all fucking tournament. You're going to be like me, then, mean, huh, Mike? I'm, I'm, oh, I'm not going to be as banged up as you. I'm going to be able to see you straight, <laughs> at least. Yeah, I could see you straight. I just couldn't play
2: for shit. Yeah, you saw straight into two different lines. It's all right. He, he went in hard, yo. He went. He came to Maryland and, and you know, he, he crab <laughs> Came tux Came in with
0: really a bang. I was left with a bang. Board,
2: see, you already football. know,
0: bro. T- Tucker. Do you, uh, do you know what uh, uh, Cam – is it Cam Johnson that played for North Dakota? Yeah. Who's the go- – he's a goalie? Yeah. Yeah, so fucking bandwagon jumper in North Carolina. Colin said that his friend's sister is, like, dating him. Good maybe
2: for Colin's telling the truth. Maybe Colin's I don't, a fanboy. Colin. Maybe Colin's a fanboy. I don't, I don't a fan trust boy. Colin because he's from Philadelphia and he's a fake fan. I mean, maybe he's a fanboy. <laughs> I
0: love Colin. Uh, I Colin. love
2: Colin. I like his name.
0: Colin just I love up because poor Colin's it's one just of those getting of that. Up. He just takes it, man. Like he, he. I will say to a fact that, like, even when he played juniors for our, like, way back in fucking Nam, he was a Carolina fan. Yeah. So it was one of those things that it's not just like randomly, like, oh, I'm a Carolina fan. Like, I'll, I'll say that. I don't buy it, Mike. Huh?
2: I don't yeah. buy it. I don't know. Parker, I'm about to be yet. a New Jersey Parker. Devils fan. This shit sucks. <laughs> shenanigan. <laughs> fucking shenanigans. This shit sucks. Do it. I was it's actually you, thinking... You I might... Die, the... <laughs>
0: Everybody shut the fuck up. I said... What's golfing, up, TJ? Golfing the other day, uh, my I, I fucking had a moment that you almost had getting pissed off as we were on a, we were on a par three. <laughs> right? I literally... I literally hit three balls, and they went in the same yeah. fucking spot. And I threw my club further than they went the fucking ball. Bro, I fucking lost it. I literally Mike, lost it. Mike Mike He shit. He was driving the cart. He just drives away, and I was walking. I go, Mike, I'm like, I can take the fucking cart. <laughs> He's dying laughing. <laughs> I'm fucking, like, about to fall off the cart laughing as I'm driving. Like, and then... We had two people. We had two guys uh, in front of us, right? Shit, shit. We kept catching up to him, catching up to him. So, Mike, you know, yeah. Mike being the nice one out of all of us, both of him and I, I'm a dickhead. He's a nice one, right? He goes, oh, let's wait. I go, fuck this. I'm like, let's just fucking yeah. right? go. But this fucker can drive this, 300 yards. These guys aren't even fucking this this yards. This out. fucking guy... It was a guy I guess his dad or his grandpa or whatever, and they fucking were hitting two balls each. Wouldn't let us play ahead like of they're them being two nervous. balls each, right? So literally I saw the guy hit another ball. I said, Fuck this, Mike. I literally drove my ball and almost hit these fucking guys. Mike's losing his shit dying. He's like, Oh, we can't we can't do that. You can't Bro, do that. Well, let me let me tell you what he does though, okay? So he's getting all fired up on the tee, and he's like, I'll he's piss. looking at the old guy, and like the old guy like points over, and he like tells this young kid to like go grab find the ball, like probably fifty yards away. Walk. Walks walks one hundred and fifty yards to the ball. Couldn't drive him. Yeah, and Walk. We're like all right, and then TJ looks at me. He's like, I swear to God, this old fuck drops his ball. I'm fucking teeing <laughs> off. I was like, TJ, no, it's not gonna happen. Like, just wait a couple of seconds. They're about. Oh, no, he did it. The guy fucking drops the ball. No shit. TJ looks at me and he's like, oh, fuck this. Doesn't hesitate. Cranks it. Just cranks it. And he, mu- like, where the guy fucking was walking to find that fucking ball, he was walking away. The ball dropped basically where this guy was walking away from and, like, dribbled probably five feet behind this guy as he's walking away. I'm just like, oh, my. That would hit him. It would have hit, <laughs> <a> <laughs> hit him. Didn't give a fuck. Would have hit him. Didn't give a fuck. That's
2: why golf sucks.
0: Bro, he. No and way. the worst <laughs> part is. Three holes before this, we're, like, we're we're caught up to them. Again, we're teeing off. They're maybe 150 yards out. We're, like, oh, my fucking God. Well, the old fuck looks back at us, like, basically, like, yo, like, what, what the fuck do you guys want from us, in a sense? And we're just, like, looking at them, like, all right, it's going to be, like, this all 18 holes. It was a standoff all day. It was great. And you know what's funny is it was, and like – I swear to God, it was like coaching again, Tucker, because every time we called up to him, I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Oh, yeah. And I, I made it known for them to hear me. It was kind of, I made it known like they could yeah, hear me. It was <laughs> like, just fucking me right now. So so 18 holes, yeah, it probably absolutely. goes yeah, up yeah, for yeah, about, about the that. score yeah, it that we was about in Lehigh. Four a four-and-a-half-hour day of golfing could have been easily two-and-a-half, three hours. Oh, yeah, because we were cruising. Yeah. Like, we were moving, and Jesus to be honest, we didn't lose any balls, really, that day. We we found, we pretty much played with, like, one ball, well, yeah. I wouldn't say one ball. Well, the best, the best, the best was the 18th, when Mike, oh, the 18th hole with a dog leg right, and there was a fucking huge pond to the left, and Mike goes, oh, I found my ball, right on the fucking edge, right? I'm, I chip on the green, I'm waiting for him, he goes, watch out, I go, oh, all right, you're good. Yeah. Tucker, he fucking hit the first one, bloop, in the water. Oh, uh- I go, ah, oh, I fucking hit another one. Broop in the water. <laughs> he, oh. said, he goes, fuck this, and chipped it, and I finally got it on the green, Dude, I was dying. I was, I was dying about to happen. fucking break something. I'm almost happy Gilmore that fucking threw it 60 yards. Jesus. I was so fired up. And, like, I was about to just start screaming at the ball, like, get on the fucking <laughs> green with it. Be like, well, you don't get the fucking hole button? You don't want to get your home? But, nope. Kept my cool. Still didn't put it in because, you know, I'm fucking garbage. The only thing, my highlight of that day was that chip that made in oh fuck yeah that was the only thing that was my highlight it was maybe like a what 15 20 footer that was like 20 25 foot <laughs> it, hit hard on the on the fringe rolled and hit the fucking pin and bounce yeah right don't in. call me don't don't call me Tiger Woods because I'm not Tiger Woods I'm I'm not even oh, No, wish but you know anyway TJ you, got you both else? have
2: good form in your shots though <laughs> that's good what's that Thank you. yeah I watch, I watch your little gimmick videos I mean golf still sucks but I uh, hey don't knock it till you try it man I, I I believe the first time I ever step foot on a golf course I'm doing a hundred or better you know what I mean hey, so man. until I get until I get good enough to where I could confidently say the first time I'm going on the course and doing 100 or better then we're not going on the golf course you know I'll, what I mean?
0: I'll be honest and TJ is my witness I've only been playing golf for maybe like four and a half months and I'm shooting below 90s almost every time.
2: Yeah, hey, look at that.
0: But it's no, because you're a though, like, hockey player. You don't, you don't know. But that's what I mean, though. You don't know until you really try. Like I thought I was gonna be dog shit, and like it's just one of those things. Like it's fun. Like you just make it fun for yourself.
2: Are you telling me I could be as good as Tiger Woods and his daddy?
0: Absolutely, if you actually practice as hard as them. Wow. Why not? Anyone can be as good as the next best player in the world, if you put the time and effort into it.
2: That was that was beautiful. It's true though. Beautiful, 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 Mike.
0: Hey, I'm just being honest, man. Like, it, that's because it's not worth winning if you can't win big. Yeah. Hey, if you ain't first or
2: last, remember that? <laughs> you took that right out of my mouth. <laughs> I was just waiting for that nice gap of air to be like, if you're not first or last, <laughs> this guy comes out with it. I like your style. But, Dad,
0: I lived around that my entire life. Oh, really? Ricky, I, was, I don't want I you alive. live. What's up, guys? Oh my god, what is up? Hey, what's up? What's up? what's up? what's up, Brady? How are you, buddy? What's up? Is that Lanny? I
2: heard, yeah, the, I heard the what's up.
1: His time line. is up,
2: his time is now. You can't see him, his time is now. <laughs> it's the franchise boy, your time is now. <laughs> hey, TG, you, you want to wrap this up then, brother?
0: Yeah, yeah, we can wrap right. it up. So, uh, God. go ahead. Oh, oh. oh, go ahead, man. Oh, oh my God. All right, you ready? Right paper, paper, rock, okay. scissors. Ready? On three, count right. it out. One, two, paper. three, paper. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, go check out, you know, we, a word from our sponsors here. We, uh, go check out AT8 Hockey. Uh, you can find them on Instagram and Facebook. We actually, uh, posted a pictures of the new sticks that came out they're not out to the public yet uh, Mike and I were fortunate enough to uh, be honored to have the first four sticks they made well, to each uh, And have I have them I forgot to give them the I mic them. Um, but go check them out on Instagram and Facebook and 88 hockey go give them a like go check out their merchandise is what they got now is hats shirts sticks gloves uh, they got all the goods. Also, go check out Rink Rat Hockey at Instagram and Facebook as well. Uh, they got a promo code is is um, Dusty Dusty Dimes is their promo code. Best wheel in the game right now for inline hockey uh, and to touch on inline hockey as well, we are going to have uh, Team USA forward Travis No. He'll be on hopefully next week. If you guys don't know, go look at, uh, he was on ESPN Sports Center Top 10. He was number six with a sick-ass goal. Go check him out on Instagram as well as uh, at Travis No. Yeah, and of course, we can't forget about our two last sponsors that have been with us since pretty much our first or second podcast. So, First, I want to touch on Goodwood Hockey. Kelly's been helping us out for months now on top of months. She's an awesome person, but if you guys go to goodwoodhockey.com to support her company, and um, if you guys purchase a Score Nebula t-shirt, she's really into giving back to people that don't have clean water right now. So every time you purchase a Score Nebula t-shirt, a portion of that um, money will go to a charity for clean water around the world. So. On top of that, if you guys love to follow John Chiabo, John has his own—how um, do I say—his own tab on GoodwoodHockey.com. So you guys can learn everything about him. He has his own hockey line as well. So again, go to GoodwoodHockey.com, show him some love. Let him know you guys listen to Dusty Dimes. And last but not least, we can't forget about Bear Beards. Bear Beards—they've um, been my friends since I was a little kid. It's been one of those things that it's an honor to be working with them um uh, Bear beards is a beard company that gives you all your beard essentials from oils bombs combs um they also have merchandise you there so mike if you guys if you guys go to etsy.com etsy.com type in Bear beards you can get all the beard essentials you guys need and then if you guys type in gong show 10 that's a promo code for 10 percent off your entire order and that's from us as well um and last but not least for Bear beards if you guys go to facebook.com and leave a good review you can also talk to them personally as well. They're good guys. So, again, thank you guys for listening to Dusty Dimes. TJ, you got anything else, brother? Nope. That's it, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah, man. Thanks a lot, guys. Stay dusty. Stay dusty. Stay dusty. <laughs>